1: you guys doing all right this morning it's a rowdy bunch
0: they are a little rowdy and you guys are red bulled up (laughs) they must not have had a baby at their house sleeping last night
1: yeah (laughs) yeah
0: we have a baby at our house that sleeps and wakes up in case you miss miss that okay (laughs) sorry
1: (laughs) hey we're pumped we're excited we're ecstatic to be with you this morning. I mean, this is family, yeah. so of course, we wouldn't be anywhere else but here. But um, <laughs> this is what I get paid to do, to be here. Uh, but uh, we, we, <laughs> we wouldn't have it any other way because this is our family. This is Crosstown Campus, man. And uh, you guys have invested in us, you've loved on us, you've encouraged us, you've blessed my family, you've blessed me. And so it's an honor to be on this platform, presenting the word of God with my beautiful bride. It's incredible. Uh, and so we don't take this lightly, and so uh, the Bible talks about giving honor while honor is due, so I certainly want to do that. We want to honor our lead pastors, of yeah. course, Robin, Becker Ketterling, for yeah. their incredible and audacious faith, big vision, um, elders, Pastor Darren, our executive pastor. And then last but not least, of course, I, we want to honor our pastor, our yeah. campus pastor, yeah. Anthony Paul Richards, because— yes. He has just deposited, he's made invaluable deposits into Portionot. He's not only our pastor, but he's been a mentor, a friend, and uh, we wouldn't be here uh, on this platform without him. This is his platform, you know? It's a steward from Pastor Robin. So we we take it as a high honor that he would ask us to be able to speak into the life of our Crosstown family. So we love it, and uh, we love you, and we're going to jump right in to the Word of God today. Are you guys pumped? are you so, excited so good are you excited are you, all right all right i just want to make sure you know i don't know if this is a golf tournament or anything this, <laughs> is, this is church we, <laughs> hey so we're gonna do we're gonna do this this is the setting this is the table we've, we've set this is gonna be like a little conversation mm-hmm. that we'll have a conversation that we're inviting you into our living room if you will it's a big living room but we're in diner area you know so there's a lot of square footage
0: yeah
1: uh So we're going to do that, and it's going to be fun. It's going to be amazing. Hopefully God's going to speak to you in a powerful way. Um, And as Pastor Sean alluded to earlier, we're no experts. By no means are we Dr. Phil and Oprah. You know what I'm saying? But um, (laughs) we've been... (laughs) But we have been married for nine incredible years, almost nine incredible years, and uh, we're going to, you know, hopefully bring you along the journey of our marriage and some of the principles that have helped us. And um, we're not a perfect couple, but we believe in progress over perfection, right? Absolutely. So that's what we're about today.
0: So if uh, you're in the room and you're not married either because you are too young to be married or you've just chosen for whatever life circumstances to not be married, or maybe life circumstances have just moved in such a way that you are not married right now, please don't check out. We really believe that what God has given us to share with you this morning is going to be an encouragement. For some, it's going to be some reminders and something else that we firmly believe is that there is healing available for you today yep. around this topic. And so we encourage you to lean into the presence of God that is already here and receive that healing. I'm looking around for my single brothers in Christ. I know some of you are in here. Praise I God. love you so much. Uh, Proverbs 18.22 says, he who finds a wife finds a treasure and obtains favor from the Lord. Yes. So with all the authority that I have this morning, I say to you, dear brothers, it's time to go treasure hunting.
1: Oh, let's go. Right? Let's go. Um, and go. so,
0: and then to my sisters that <laughs> are here, a big over here. <laughs> to my sisters that are that are here, um, you are a treasure to be found. So take comfort, lean into the Lord, and know that when it's time for you to be found, you will be found because you are worth the wait. That's so good. I love you girls, love you guys. Thank you for letting me meddle into your business there for <laughs> a second.
1: Hey, we want to cover uh, a few things today, but uh, we're currently in a sermon series called Big Days and Bad Days, and our particular subject today, obviously, as you figured out, is about relationships, it's about marriage in particular. Um, so we're going to go on that journey and we're going to see what God's word says about it. Marriage is throughout scripture from Genesis to Revelation. I think one of the coolest things in the Bible is that Jesus pre- performed his first miracle at a wedding, turning water into wine. He Come did. on. <laughs> but, but marriage is a picture given to us uh, by God of our uh, relationship with Jesus. yep. So one of the questions Portia and I have asked each other, one of the questions we want to pose to you today is how do you treasure the big days mm-hmm. and how do you make it through the bad days of marriage? Because right, sweetheart, honey bunch, there are some rough days sometimes, some rough
0: days sometimes. that comes with it, right? Absolutely. But
1: let's dive into it. Let's pray and ask God to be with us. God, we love you today. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for powerful worship that we've had. What an experience. What a, what a, um, what a but tangible sense of your presence that we felt in the room. And I pray that we would bask in that, that we would not uh, leave your presence, God. You're here with us today. We feel you. And I pray that in all we say and do, that it would be to lead people to an authentic, life-changing relationship with Jesus Christ. We want that to be more than a, a, a mantra or a mission statement on the wall. but We want that to be embedded in our hearts, embedded in our spirits today. Have your way. Speak through us the few moments that we have. In the powerful name of Jesus, and everybody said, amen, 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 amen.
0: When I was in middle school, I used to love to read the Guinness Book of World Records. Anybody else with me? Just flipping through, looking at the random facts that were in there. Well, included in that dear book is a couple by the name of Herbert and Zalmyra Fisher for having the longest marriage on record, 87 years. Years, Legend, y'all. Legendless. That they were married. Um, they passed away. Uh, Herbert passed away in 2011, and Zalmyra in 2013. Both of them at the age of 105. And so, because they were married so long, people are very and naturally curious. How? What in the world? How did you stay married so long? They actually have a Twitter account. It's at um, longest marriage. Um, if you want to look at some of the tweets that they posted about their life together, and so when asked how have you stayed married what is your secret their response was it's no secret it's god that kept us together and i think that we can receive that in one of two ways one it's god that kept us together or it's God, a faith declarative statement. It is God that's kept us together. Ephesians tells us in chapter 2, verses 8 and 9, that it's by grace that we've been saved, not of works, so no man can boast. It is a gift of God. And I believe that any relationship that you have, if it has substance to it, if it's growing, if it's thriving, it's because of the grace of God that's been extended to you for that relationship to excel. This couple, they were believers, so they knew the power of leaning into the grace of God. Another question that they were asked is, what do you do at the end of a bad relationship day? How do you handle it? And their response was, we just remember that God put us together. He put us together on the same team so that we can win. Because marriage is a picture of our relationship with Jesus Christ. His relationship between us and the church, the church as a whole, big C church. And if we can remember that the relationships that we're in, even friendships, even your cousin, even your brother, your sister, God put them there for you, and his desire is for you to win. Not in your own strength, but through his power. We can do everything anything through his power even stay in really good relationship with somebody as good looking as this except your relationship with him is different than my relationship with him because you know that would that'd be weird sorry
1: probably Uh, (laughs) this is what god's word says about marriage though this is incredible this is Ephesians 5 32 and 33 and i'm reading from this incredible version called the passion translation says this marriage is the beautiful design of the almighty A great and sacred mystery meant to be a vivid example of Christ and his church. So every man, every married man, it says, should be gracious to his wife just as he is gracious to himself. And every wife should be tenderly devoted to her husband. So we have this charge, this mandate in Ephesians from God's word. Wife, what is our big days and our bad days? What have they taught us uh, in our nine years of marriage to you?
0: They've taught us to trust God more.
1: Simply trust God. We All have right? no
0: other option.
1: I like that. We have no other option. There is no other option for us. We trust mm-hmm. God. Um, I like to call my wife wife. You know, it's a <laughs> it's I like the title. It's like wife, come come by my side, come hither. Um <laughs> a lot Y'all, people, this is him. This is us. A lot of people, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people um put a lot of effort, time, energy. Anxiety even into, in, into the wedding day. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that Portia and I tried to make a pact about was we didn't want to stress, strain uh, about the wedding day. We wanted to put a lot more time, effort, energy, and resource into the days after the wedding. Mm-hmm. So for us, it was all about investing in our marriage, not just the wedding day. The wedding day is going to be fine. The family and friends, food, it's all good. Everybody's beautiful. It's going to come together. It's going to be fine. But we wanted to invest in the days thereafter to make sure that we equipped ourselves the best way we could. Mm-hmm. And the practical way we did that was we went to counseling. You know, there's the prerequisite for a lot of marriages to go through premarital counseling, especially if you belong at River Valley Church. But we also went to counseling months after mm-hmm. the wedding. Um, And I liken it to uh, going to a doctor for checkups or going to a mechanic for a tune-up. We just wanted to make sure we equipped ourselves and given ourselves the right tools to make sure that we had uh, a successful marriage, not just a good wedding.
0: Yeah, because we treasure one another, and we treasure what God has given us. And something else that we realize doesn't just help us treasure, but it helps us make it through when bad days come, and they will come because that's just the world that we live in, and life, is um, who we surround ourselves with, mm-hmm. who we're chasing, who we're running with, and who we're leading. We believe that it's really important that we look at couples that are like, oh, I, I like how they interact with each other. I like how they parent. I like how they handle their finances. I like how they go after goals. Um, one of those couples that we um, look at for many things, but specifically for parenting, is our lead pastor, Pastor Robin Becca. Yep. They are amazing parents. Portia, how do you know? Because they have amazing kids. They have two sons that have grown up in the church and love the Lord. They love people. They love um, all that God puts in their hand to do. They do it with all their might. And God has caused them to be successful in what he has called them to do. And that stems from their parents parenting them well. So anytime Pastor Rob teaches on parenting, you want to write it down. But Portia, I'm not married and I don't have kids. Write it down because it'll help you to be better down the road. Um, And also the people that you put around you, you wanna make sure that you have community. You want people that are running alongside you to speak life into you, help you get up when you get knocked down. Proverbs 27, 17 talks about iron sharpening iron, that we can be those friends that sharpen one another and make each other better and stronger. And we are very blessed to have some amazing people that are running alongside us that make our marriage better. And then as we receive blessing from that, we wanna in turn, Pour that into other people. This is a concept that is good for your marriage relationships, for your business relationships, for your friendships. Chase someone that you admire. Yeah. Run with someone who makes you better. And what you get, turn around and give to others that are looking at what you're doing.
1: Man, you're smart. <laughs> Love it. I'm married up.
0: You're sweet. God. Um, if you want resources on how to make your marriage better, we have that available here at River Valley Church. You can text the word marriage to 41411. That's 41411. That's a great commercial. That's such a great commercial. And yeah. this is what I, it's, it's, it's what I would have done. If I did another career, I would for sure do, do that. We,
1: we, have, we have, we ourselves though, As staff pastors have utilized the resources of our church in in marriage mentoring and coaches. Um, Our incredible pastoral care team, uh, Pastor Mark Johnson, Pastor Pam Johnson, they're incredible pastors and leaders and, and, and encouragement in our lives as well. They resource us with these great counselors and mentors a few years back. And one of the cool things that I'll never forget that they challenged us with is about healthy conflict resolution. Yes. So there's no one who can push your buttons like the one that you're most close to or intimate with, right? So it wasn't about um, it was about never having a fight. He told he said this thing to me that I'll never forget. He said, "Hey, don't ever trust a couple that says they never fight. It's just <laughs> not true." Uh, but it's all about fighting fair, yeah. And it's about healthy conflict resolution. I Absolutely. thought that was incredible
0: because you're gonna have conflict, and if you can figure this out. When you are 15, 16, 17, 21, 40, 62, 83, it makes life so much better, because remember, we're put together to win. Yes. Um, part of our story that um, was kind of a big day is when we found out we were going to be parents. Um, we have three sons: Kaden, Malachi and Shepherd, seven, five and one.:
1: uh, pr- don't, don't cheer. Pray for that last one. He needs Jesus. <laughs> Pray for that last one.
0: When- <laughs> it's true. Um, But when we found out that we were going to have children, I remember where I was standing in my house and being gripped with fear and just wondering, I was like, God, how am I going to keep the bad things that have happened in my life from happening to him? And the Lord was very clear, and he said, well, you can't. But you have an option. You can choose to trust me or not choose to trust me. And on that day, I was like, God, I trust you. I trust you with the things that I cannot control. I trust you that even when life comes against my kids, and it will, the brokenness of this world will impact their lives, that you are good and faithful and you will walk with them. You will never leave them alone. Yes. And whatever the enemy tries yes. to steal from them, you will return full yes. fold. Yes. I believe that. We know it to be true. And it, it has been a game changer in my life as far as parenting or else I would be a nervous wreck. Yeah, That's kind of life. We got to trust the Lord.
1: Absolutely. One of the, and it was a little bit different for me, but still on the same lines. I, as a dad, wanted to be a, a protector. It's part of our nature to want to protect our children, mm-hmm. right? And I had to, it was liberating for me to realize that I, didn't, I I'm not omnipresent yeah. like God, so I can't be at every place at every time. But again, like my wife talked about, just having to trust God to take him at his word that he's going to protect, uh, you know, give a shield of protection and an umbrella of covering Absolutely. for our children.
0: Sure. Um, any of you that have been around young children, you know that the days are
1: long
0: but the years are short and so something that we are really leaning into the lord is how do we treasure treasure those days and clinton he does i know i'm biased but he does an amazing job of just treasuring our kids and being very present with them
1: i don't always do it right you know i'm not always consistent but one of the things that we try to exercise on a practical level is dinner time for us is kind of it's kind of sacred um for lack of better words it's it's a time where we try to make it a no, no phone zone, you know, and, and meaning like we're not answering text, email, social media in that window. We're trying to engage and treasure and slow down the days with our children as much as we can, playing with them till it's time for them to go down. Um, And then, you know, just engaging them, doing life with them, soaking up the time that we have when they're small like this. And then also engaging and having enough bandwidth for my wife to to love my wife and spend time and invest in her um, as well until she goes down. Because she she, my wife needs like she needs eight to 10 hours of sleep to be a sane person. I'm just I'm just being honest. And uh, me, I'm a night owl. And so I need contrary to what a lot of people may think I recharge by being by myself. So, so I have time, you know, to myself to catch up on whatever I, I feel like, uh, video, social media, reading, writing, uh, you know, so it, it's, it's a great balance. And we don't, again, we don't always get it right, but that's sure. a, a practical way that we try to invest in our children and make the, the days count. No, absolutely, absolutely uh, what, oh, you know what I will say this because I had this on my on my mind the the one of the ways that God has proven himself to be faithful for us is through transitions. I think with any relationship yeah. that you have, there yeah. are always going to be seasons that God um, calls you to a new season and a transition for us, it was moving from the country of Texas to the state of Minnesota <laughs> um, <laughs> and it was culture shock, climate shock, all kinds of things. But God was faithful. And there was two things in particular that was very important to us. And that was a release from where we were and a peace mm-hmm. about where we were going. Sure. We had those two things. A lot of times we can manipulate peace and say, like, oh, this is what God wants me to do. He wants me to do this or marry this girl or have this business or do that. And I think we can manipulate peace because it's something that we want. It's something we want to chase. But it's important to have clear direction about God's release from where you are, and a piece about where you're going, and that for us was coming, moving across country mm-hmm. um, to be a part of the vision of Robin Becca Kettling that yeah. is River Valley Church, yeah. and we were asked to uh, be a part of the leadership team and pioneer the Burnsville campus. So shout out to Burnsville to those of you who came for that. Um, that's my roots at River Valley, um, but after nine months of some incredible wins and planting some some seeds there that were that were great. We still had some big hurdles and, and things. You know, One of the biggest things being portable, sure. that's tough. We have some portable campuses that are crushing it now. Shout out to Minneapolis, Woodbury, and soon St. to be Paul. St. Paul. St. Paul. Um, but we, at that time, you know, we had big hurdles that we couldn't get over. Leadership decided to shut that campus down but still pastor and shepherd the people that we have by sending them to different campuses. So some of you ended up here at the Crosstown Campus. We were a product of that. But long story longer, we had to trust God because we thought, man, we've been here for nine months and already we feel like we got the rug taken out from underneath us because I don't know if I got a job anymore, Mm -hmm. you know? It's been nine months. to just dissolved the campus that I was tasked to be at and lead, and and what happens now? And we've seen time and time again, numerous times, numerous, numerous, numerous occasions where God has been faithful, where God has proven himself, where he shows himself strong each and every opportunity that you invite him to do so. So I love it.
0: Well, it's because God is so gracious. You know, we were super excited to move here. It was amazing for our family. He was off doing amazing things, meeting great people, and I was at home having long days with our children. (laughs) And so when those moments got especially difficult, God was so gracious to remind me, I called you. I did not just call him. I call it the both yeah. of you, yes. your family. Yes. Um, Ephesians 5 uh, verse 21 talks about, out of your reverence for Christ, be supportive of each other in love. And we have chosen to do that in our marriage. I was yes. like, God, I bless my husband. I know that you've called him. I know that you have gifted him. And I know that you have everything under control. Sometimes I have to say that to myself, out loud, to myself. And so I would encourage you this morning, in whatever relationship that you're in, out of your reverence for Christ, be supportive of your coworker that got the promotion that you wanted. Be supportive of that family member that got the blessing that you wanted. Be supportive of that friend that just announced that they were engaged, and you're like, this is the ninth bride's bridesmaid dress I'm going to purchase. I remember. I was there. But out of our reverence for Christ, but support one another in love because God is gracious and he sees exactly where you are.
1: One of the things I think is important to point out also is the investing in each other, knowing that we we are a united front so our kids can't, you know, try to turn the other one against each other, you know, because they'll pull that. They'll test the limits. It's part of what they're designed to do, to test the limits. But I make no mistake about it in my house that I'm like, look, that's my wife before that's your mama. So given the choice... (laughs) Between you or her, it's an easy choice for me. You're out, you know. Uh, it's my wife, so I, I think that we can. I think that learning to in our relationship, and our am years using marriage, raising, child rearing, child training, because we don't even call it child raising anymore. We're training and equipping world changes is what we're after. Um, I think the best gift that we can give them is the security of knowing that their their parents love each other. Yeah, I think that's the best gift you can give them is the comfort and the security of they have an unbreakable bond. Mm-hmm. They love each other. Um, even if it grosses them out to, to see you kiss in, in front of them, <laughs> I'm telling you, like, it grosses them out, but they know that like this can't be broken and that right. gives them this deep-seated security and this comfort.
0: Absolutely. Um, another part of our story, um, after we had lived here in Minnesota for about three years, we found that we were expecting our third child and mm-hmm. I was absolutely over the moon excited.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He was... I got there, I got there. You did. Uh. Yeah, yeah. He got there and was, was pretty excited. Um, an unfortunate part of this story is that we lost that child through miscarriage. And there are several people that are part of this community here at River Valley that walked that with us. Mm-hmm. We cannot stress enough the power of community. Yeah. If you're wondering today... Why am I a part of River Valley Church? I believe fully with all my heart it's because God wants you a part of a community that will love you. He wants you a part of a community that when your bad days happen, you have people that will rally around you and say, it is okay. God is with you. He is for you. He has not forgotten you. His promises will come to pass in your life. Community is invaluable.
1: You know, one of the practical things... to, to reiterate, to emphasize what my wife is saying, I, one of the really cool things about the community here, you guys, through that dark time for us, you guys not only um, interceded, prayed, sent us scripture, encouraged us through that season, but you did practical things like just coming up to us and giving us a hug and not saying a word, mm-hmm. um, sending meals and dinners where we wouldn't have to worry about you know dinner or food for the week. I think things like that are just invaluable in what makes a community a community. And I, I, I say never never underestimate, never undervalue um, the principle of community. It's incredible. One of the other practical things that I have in my head that I, was, I had to share with our, our Crosstown family is that another principle we live by in our house is we don't use the D word. The D word is a cuss word in our house. And you may be thinking, what is the D word? The D word is divorce. So we made this pact with each other that we don't even use it in jest, in joking. We don't use mm-hmm. it to manipulate the other spouse. If you believe in the power of words, and the Bible talks about that there is power in words, mm-hmm. power in the tongue, uh, we, don't, we just don't use it. We, we refuse to be desensitized mm-hmm. to that word. Sure. We don't want to give that word any power. But we want to we don't want to speak that into the atmosphere, sure. so we just don't even we don't we don't use it in our house
0: sure um, and we understand that in a room the size a campus our size that divorce is probably a part of some of your stories, yeah, sure. but understand that that divorce does not define you yes. it does not have to limit what God has for you yes. because we serve a god we sang about it this morning, living hope who brings the dead to life yeah. again yes. and so I just All all morning, it's been in our spirit, and we've shared it in different ways. If you're in a marriage, a married relationship, and divorce is bouncing around in your head and heart, I beg you to bring it before God and to utilize the resources that are available to you. But, Portia, you don't know my circumstances. Have you met my Jesus? He is able to bring to life what was dead. He can breathe life into it. Now, We also are aware that there are some circumstances because of someone else's choices, continual choices, that divorce was the end. Mm -hmm. We understand you were not condemned, but be encouraged today that we serve a God who restores. We serve a God who restores. It is not the end of your story. It does not define you because we serve a God who is able to bring life into dead and broken places.
1: Absolutely. So how does God keep relationships, specifically marriages together? Mm -hmm. We believe in this, the power of this one word, trust, Mm -hmm. to trust God. We want that to be a running theme throughout everything we're saying, to simply trust God in all situations and circumstances, especially in your relationships and in your marriage. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says this, trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding your own comprehension but in all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path so how do you build trust we believe communication is key absolutely. right bride communicate right right honey bunch honey bunches of votes i don't even say any of that stuff sorry no, uh <laughs> communication is key first with god and then with your spouse or with anybody you're in relationship with communication is key
0: absolutely and we'd encourage you to not let the communication be one-sided Um, It is very tempting to pour your heart out to someone and be like, okay, thanks for hearing me. I'm out. Give the other person the opportunity to respond. Every time, and sometimes it's really hard. When I share my heart with Clinton and I tell him what I'm thinking in the deepest parts of me and give him the opportunity to respond, and then he says what's in his heart, it builds another layer of trust. We're just adding on more and more trust. How much more when we give and share our heart with the Lord mm-hmm. and say, God, this is what's going on. He knows it anyway, but I believe it unlocks something when we tell right. him. Right. And then we give him the opportunity to speak back into our situations. He will do it through his word. Mm-hmm. He will do it through the whispers in your spirit. He will do it through the community that he has placed you in. But we have to give him the opportunity to speak back to us.
1: I think 90% of all conflict is due to lack of communication. I actually subscribe to that. I also believe that the answer to 90, 95% of our issues, whether it be in a business, relationship, marriage, whatever, is communication so why would I not want to bear my soul to the one that I'm closest with I believe communication is key I, this is funny to me too like the concept of like ah, I still have some skeletons in my closet or things that I really don't talk to my wife about I'm like man y'all have seen each other with your clothes off why would anything be off limits at this point you know and I'm being honest I'm not trying to be silly as much as I'm saying like th- God has or- ordained and orchestrated yeah. this relationship so why would anything be off limits um, that is the key to health For us, that we've learned Mm -hmm. again is just communication is key.
0: Absolutely. Um, We hope that you've heard that we are trusting God through everything. We have to trust God. Now, we recognize that our story is not yours, and your story is not ours, and there is no way that we can cover every bad day that occurs in a marriage. But please know that, that it doesn't diminish the value that is in your story. Yeah. God doesn't waste anything. And if your bad day is turning into a bad season, and maybe it has been bad years in your marriage, please know that there is hope. Yes. We sang it this morning. There is a living hope for you. Yeah. There might be some people that are here in this room, you're like, I've seen really bad marriages. I don't even think I want to touch it. Can I tell you that God can redeem that as well? Yeah. That's not a living hope that you're, that's a lie from the enemy. Yeah. Because marriage is a gift from God, and He does use it to demonstrate what our relationship is like with Jesus. And so I just, as we were talking and preparing, um, one of the things that we talked about this morning, I said, babe, I really feel like that God just wants to heal hearts. He wants to heal hearts today. And we alluded to it. God's presence is here. So why not receive the healing that is available to you? It would be such a sad day to come into the manifest presence of God, holding on to something that is literally killing you and walk out. You can be set free today. New life is available to you today. If you will release it to the Lord, not just part of it, all of it, and trust him because he's god and we're not we can't fix it we can't make it better we can't bring the dead to life again but we serve a god who can and will if you ask him
1: so you know what let's let's do this let's stand and i want my wife to pray us out and then we're going to invite pastor sean's going to come up and he's going to close us out but we leave you this are you talking to god and you're allowing god to talk to you are you trusting god know that we can put all of our hope all of our faith can be in the name of jesus there is hope in that name there's healing in that name there's wholeness and restoration redemption in that name the name of jesus it's the reason why we always sing it around here we make no no apologies or qualms about that we lift up the name of jesus so i pray that this is a uh, incredible word for somebody in the room um to apply to any relationship that you're walking through no matter if you're single married whatever this your lot in life or season or part of the faith journey that you're on we pray that god be lifted up that you trust god that you trust him in any and every circumstance is that good today Amen. wife pray us out
0: father we thank you for your presence we thank you that you are here god we thank you that you are here and present to heal hearts god we speak life and blessing over every marriage that is in this room God, we speak life and blessing over all engaged couples in this room. God, for those that are even considering marriage, we speak life and blessing over them. God, we ask that you would protect them. God, that everything the enemy would try to throw to distract and and to bring separation. God, we just know that that fails in the name of Jesus, because you are for us. You are for our marriages. God, you are just for us because we're your kids and you love us. So God, we thank you for your presence. We thank you for your restoration power. We thank you that you are with us. And we thank you mostly that we can trust you. We can trust you. Regardless of what this world throws at us, we can trust you. We love you and we bless you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Hey, can you guys show your
1: appreciation for Pastor Clinton and Parsha?